When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and today is the final episode of the 2023 season. Congrats on making it this far. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at crumplerbaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball related from Saturday, September 30th. We'll start it off as always with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. Outfielder Brandon Nimmo of the Mets was placed on the 10-day IL with a sprained right shoulder. Nimmo reached new highs in the power department in 2023, but his season will end on a low note as he'll miss the final weekend of games. Rafael Ortega has shifted to center field in his absence. Catcher Luis Campusano of the Padres was placed on the 10-day IL with a sprained right ankle. Campusano dealt with multiple injuries this year, but he displayed his offensive potential in a fashion that'll make him a popular breakout at the catcher position next year. Brett Sullivan has taken over behind the plate with Campusano out. In terms of transactions, starting pitcher Frankie Montas of the Yankees was activated from the 60-day IL. Montas made his 2023 season debut after missing the whole season following right shoulder surgery. He will be a free agent this offseason and will likely go for a one-year deal to rebuild his resume after the extended absence. And in terms of news, closing pitcher Felix Bautista will undergo Tommy John surgery. Bautista has been out since early September with an elbow injury and he received unfortunate news this weekend. The big righty will miss the playoffs and the entirety of the 2024 campaign, putting a lot of pressure on the Orioles bullpen until he returns in 2025. And before we check out the notable performance from Saturday now is the best time to get PL Plus or PL Pro. Not only do you get an ad-free website, but you also get access to the exclusive PitcherList Discord and 10% off all items in the store, as well as access to premium content and tools on the website. And on top of all of that, and just in time for football season, you have access to the PitcherList Discord, which includes QB List. That means every Sunday morning we do live chats, which will help you build your lineups and make waiver claims, preparing you for every single week of the fantasy football season season, you can also participate in constant discussion in the Discord, as well as having access to bonus content, and that's not to mention all of the fun we will have freaking out over the MLB playoffs, which start this week. PitcherList Plus and PitcherList Pro are the best way to consume all PitcherList and QBList content, and I'll also take this time to plug Nick's watch parties over on playback.tv slash PitcherList. All you have to do is link your MLB.tv account or your cable provider, and you can join Nick in watching baseball games over on Playback. TV. Sometimes he'll bring on special guests, which make the episodes even more exciting. And it's a great way to consume baseball, especially during the playoffs. It's going to be super exciting. So just to reiterate, go check out playback.tv slash pitcherlist to join Nick for his watch parties of MLB games. Sign up for PL Plus or PL Pro to get access to all of the exciting premium content over at PitcherList, as well as getting access to the PitcherList Discord, which includes QB list and gives you access to the entire PitcherList community and PitcherList staff. Now we'll 
take a look at the notable performances from Saturday, a day in which we had a full slate of 16 games as the Mets and the Phillies partook in a doubleheader. We'll start it off with our hitters, leading off with Francisco Alvarez versus the Phillies. He helped the Mets to a win going two for three with three runs, two home runs, six RBIs, and a walk in the second game of that doubleheader. He's up to 25 home runs on the year now. His first one traveled 412 feet with a 108.1 mile per hour exit velocity, and the second one traveled 411 feet with a 106.2 mile per hour exit velocity, and that one was a grand salami. At just 21 years old, Alvarez is having one of the best seasons ever by a young backstop. With his multi-homer game on Saturday, he tied Daryl Strawberry for the most multi-homer games before turning 22 in Mets history with four. Alvarez's 25 long balls are also the second most by a catcher in an age 21 season or younger, trailing only Johnny Bench's 26 from 1969. He also leads all National League catchers and dingers. Alvarez has really set the stage for what should be an exciting Mets career, and he may just be getting started as he progresses age-wise and becomes more accustomed to hitting at the major league level. He could become the premier power hitting backstop in baseball and should continue to improve in the batting average department. Alvarez has set a solid baseline with a barrel rate over 12%, and if he can cut back on his 25% strikeout rate, will hit closer to the league average and the batting average department. Already an almost unprecedented hitter at his position for his age, it seems like the sky is the limit for Alvarez as he will be a highly coveted target in fantasy drafts this offseason. Noel V. Marte had a big game for the Reds in St. Louis, but they still lost. He went 4 for 5 with two runs, a home run, a double, and three runs batted in. It was his third home run of the year, and it traveled 382 feet with a 98.2 mile per hour exit velocity. The first two and a half weeks of Marte's career were underwhelming as he got his feet wet in the big leagues. Marte batted just 212 with a 57 WRC plus across his first 16 career games, but added some fantasy value by swiping five bags. But since getting off the schneid with his first career dinger on September 5th, he's displaying the skills that made him one of the game's top prospects. Since that date, Marte has batted 414 with three tanks and a WRC plus more than 50% better than league average. The 21-year-old infielder is finishing his debut campaign in style as he extended his hitting streak to 15 games on Saturday, and that's the longest hitting streak by a Reds rookie since 1946. Marte may never be a big power hitter, but he's already displayed an innate ability to make contact and impact the ball with authority, and there's still room for him to grow as he's in his early 20s. The Reds will have an electric infield consisting of Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, and Spencer Steer for the remainder of this decade, and Marte is sure to be an integral member of that crew. And lastly, we have Harold Ramirez in Toronto as he helped the Rays to a win going 3 for 5 with 2 runs, a home run, and 2 runs batted in. It was his 12th home run of the year, and it traveled 395 feet with a 103.8 mile per hour exit velocity. Ramirez has backed up all of the developments he made at the plate last year in his first year with the Rays. The right-handed hitter is batting 311 and set a new career high in homers on Saturday. Ramirez is all defense and no offense, but that doesn't seem to impact the Rays' calculations that have them inserting him into their lineup on a nearly everyday basis. One of the odd aspects of his success is that it's not backed up by StatCast, despite him having prolonged success across consecutive campaigns, doesn't barrel the ball, sporting a barrel rate below 5%, and isn't a standout in the hard hit department that will ultimately hold down his power potential, but it also should impact his ability to hit over 300, though has made up for those shortcomings by sporting BABIPs north of 350 in each of the past two seasons. Usually BABIPs that high are unsustainable, but sometimes players can create a unique baseline in the stat that persists throughout their career. I bet it drops closer to 300 next year, but it's difficult to count him out after proving himself twice. Ramirez was quietly one of the most consistent players in 15-team leagues and likely won't get a lot of love again this offseason. There are times, though, where you just have to trust the Rays and the results. Ramirez has made a case to be one of those outliers that we trust to produce a high batting average 
until the league proves him wrong. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable hitting performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and check out the notable starting pitching performances, opening with Tyler McGill versus the Phillies as he earned the win, tossing seven scoreless innings, allowing just three hits and one walk while striking out seven. McGill induced 15 whiffs with a 32% CSW across 85 pitches. McGill's main trio of pitches all went for 30% CSW, while his heater led the way with eight whiffs. The right-hander was one of the most enticing pickups at the outset of the 2022 campaign. McGill had a significant jump in fastball velocity and parlayed that into immediate success with a 2.43 ERA and a 28% strikeout rate across his first six starts, earning him the moniker Ty Lord. From there, he fell off and dealt with injuries that destroyed the rest of his season. Heading into 2023, McGill made it a point to take some heat off his fastball in an effort to pitch deeper into games and to remain healthy, ultimately attempting to learn from former teammate Jacob deGrom's demise. It went somewhat well at first as he pitched to a 3.88 ERA across his first nine starts, but the underlying metrics didn't support his success, mostly because his strikeout rate fell below 18%. An XFIP north of 5.5 foreshadowed McGill's oncoming struggles as he struggled to an unsightly 7.56 ERA across his next six starts, ultimately losing him his job as he ended up in the minors until August. He never really got back on track, and despite a 2.48 ERA in September, his strikeout rate didn't rise above 19%, leading to ERA estimators that suggested he hadn't improved as a pitcher. At this point, it seems McGill will have to make a decision on whether to risk his health by throwing harder, because if he doesn't improve, he may not get too many more chances in MLB. Joe Boyle had another great start in Anaheim as he earned the win, tossing seven innings, allowing two hits, three earned, and two walks while striking out six. He induced 13 whiffs with a 34% CSW across 88 pitches. Boyle blew his triple-digit heater by Angels hitters all night with nine whiffs and a 33% CSW on the pitch. The 23-year-old right-hander impressed in his third big league start, carrying a no-hitter into the seventh inning. The two runs Boyle gave up in that frame were actually the first two of his career, so he began his career with 15 scoreless innings. The A's may not have a bright future ahead of them, but they are building an enticing rotation of hard-throwing youngsters. Mason Miller kicked off the year with a lot of hype, and Boyle is closing it out in the same fashion, but without the same fanfare. Alongside J.P. Sears and Ken Waldachuk, if the team could build a roster around them, they actually have some potential to be an interesting team in a few years. Back to Boyle, though, he was acquired from the Reds at the deadline in the deal that sent Sam Mole to Cincinnati. The 2020 fifth rounder didn't have much success in the Reds' farm system, but he found it with the A's. Boyle struck out tons of batters, but he also struggled with his command. So far, though, the walks haven't reared their ugly head in the majors, allowing Boyle to impress with his blazing fastball. The pitch often touches 100 miles per hour and sets the stage for his slider and curve to perform off it. Boyle will have to continue to work on his control and to develop his secondaries, but he has a high ceiling with a fastball reminiscent of Reds ace Hunter Green. And lastly, we have Kyle Gibson of the Orioles versus the Red Sox as he helped the team to a win. He took a no decision, tossing five scoreless innings, allowing seven hits and a walk while striking out four. Gibson induced just five whiffs and racked up 18% CSW across 80 pitches. Gibson was not a star in the CSW department, but that didn't stop him from having success. His changeup led the way with just two whiffs, while his sinker paced his arsenal with a lowly 21% CSW. I wouldn't necessarily call Gibson an unsung hero because he's much less a hero, but is more so an average Joe. But what he lacks in electric stuff and standout numbers, he makes up for with consistency and availability, characteristics for which he gets little praise. Gibson puts in Yeoman's work year in and year out, rarely excelling to the level of Cy Young pitchers, but always being a guy his team can trust to take the mound weekly and give them a shot to win. With 15 victories on the season, Gibson set a career high in that category and racked up 192 innings pitched, his most since 2018. He didn't rack up many strikeouts and his 4.73 ERA left a lot 
not to be desired, but he worked around trouble by inducing grounders more than 50% of the time, a top 30 rate among starters. In his mid-30s, we can't expect Gibson to take his game to another level, but he'll continue to get opportunities as long as he scarfs down innings. But if you like a breakdown of every single start from Saturday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and check out the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of safe situations or blew their saves. Clay Holmes got saved number 24, Brian Abreu got saved number 5 as he secured the Astros' 7th consecutive playoff berth as Ryan Presley rested in preparation for the wildcard series this week. Rysel Iglesias got his 33rd save, Tanner Scott got the final 4 outs on the way to his 12th save, Adam Adovino worked around 2 runs as he also recorded his 12th save, and Camilo Duvall secured his NL-leading 39th save. In terms of closers to pitch outside of safe situations or blow their saves, Pete Fairbanks and Jordan Romano both pitched the 8th in a game knotted at 4, Brian Shaw pitched the ninth down by 5, Alex Lang finished off the 7th up by 3, Yoan Duran pitched the 6th up by 11, Trevor May pitched the ninth up by 4, Andres Munoz pitched the 8th down by 5 and increased the Rangers lead by allowing a run, Jose Leclerc got the final 4 outs with a 5 run lead in that game, Jose Alvarado and Craig Kimbrell pitched the 7th and 8th respectively down by 7, Alexis Diaz failed to get an out in the ninth and was unable to close out a losing effort, and lastly Devin Williams pitched the ninth down by 4. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. Sunday's edition and the final edition by me of the year was written by yours truly. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Sunday, October 1st, the final day of the regular season. We'll have a full slate of 15 games as all of the games will start at 3 p.m. Eastern time. My matchup of the day is Blake Snell versus Jose Urania. There are no more postseason implications in any matchup, so I'll be watching Snell put the finishing touches on his Cy Young award-winning campaign. In terms of probable starters, we've got five guys in the auto starts tier, including Blake Snell versus the White Sox. We also have Kevin Gaussman versus the Rays, Cal Bradish versus the Red Sox, Hunter Green in St. Louis, and Michael King in Kansas City. Our Probably Starts tier has six guys, and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in J.P. Sears in Anaheim. The Angels lineup is extremely depleted, and Sears has been solid all year and is the best shot at a league-winning stream today. I'd also keep an eye out for Zach Grinke versus the Yankees. This is not ideal, and he hasn't been great for a while, but in what could possibly be the final start of his career, maybe he goes out in style against an inexperienced Yankees lineup. In terms of hitter suggestions, I'll stream Coors one last time, 
time, the Twins will turn to righty Bailey Ober, while the Rockies also go with a righty and Chase Anderson. I like Edouard Julien the most in this matchup. I'll also keep an eye on Padres hitters versus Jose Urania and his 7.45 ERA. The Padres may take this opportunity to take their season-long frustrations out on Urania in dramatic fashion. And now we'll close things out with our relievers to watch. Brian Shaw has now pitched in an unprecedented four consecutive games. Aaron Bummer and Garrett Crochet have to be the top options for a save today, but at this rate, you can't count out Shaw. And Tanner Scott has pitched in back-to-back games, and with a postseason berth clinched, the Marlins are likely to rest all of their high-leverage arms. My bet is on Huascar Brazabon being turned to if a save arises today. My last notes here, the postseason field has been set, so there will be many situations where teams opt not to use their closers despite a save opportunity as they rest for the playoffs. Conversely, some teams have a bye week and will look to keep their closers fresh by giving them some work despite the lack of a save opportunity. It's really a coin flip at this point, but make sure to keep that in mind. But that'll do it for today's episode and this season of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. You'll also get access to Cubulist content over on the Discord. That'll wrap up this season of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in all year. Year long. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in next year for daily editions of First Pitch for fantasy news, notable performances, and streaming suggestions. Make sure to tune in to the other amazing shows we have across the Pitcherless Podcast Network all offseason. I appreciate everyone taking time out of their days to listen to me and Bubba discuss the sport we love every day for over six months. Good luck to your team in the playoffs and in the offseason. And for the final time, make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.